0: Performa Nation, Performa Heroes, how's it going? Welcome to the Performa Podcast. I am your host, Peter Sirs, and we have a special guest today. All of our guests are special, but we have a special guest today. Uh, he's one of our Performa Heroes. Um, he's a personal trainer from Naples, Florida, now in Fort Myers, uh, little history of him. He was raised by a single mother. He's been in the fitness industry for seven years as a personal trainer. Uh, He's into cosplay. He's been doing that for the last five years, which is kind of what we wanted to have him. And he's a single father of two kids. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for our hero today, Josh Jennings. How you doing? What's up, buddy? Um, Okay, so let's just start off with this, man. First of all, you're obviously in in amazing shape, okay? Uh, Now, I know you've been in the fitness industry for seven years, but I'm assuming that you have been working out longer than that. Yeah. For about 20 years, 20 years. Okay, cool. So where, you know, what's, what's like your fitness journey? Like, where'd you learn it from? Why'd you start? Why'd you keep going? Like all those things, everyone's, you know, everyone has some reason why they start, right? Well,
1: I was natural. I'm naturally skinny, super skinny guy, you know, no frame. So growing up, I was always skinny. Uh, once I got about, I want to say 20 years old or 19 or 20, uh Two, uh, one, two of my good friends were working out a lot and going to the gym, and then they were like, "You should come to the gym with us." And I was like, hmm, "I'll try it out." So went to the gym and uh started working out. And you know, all humans have addictions, and uh, it became my addiction, which is a good thing. Right. And you know, I followed comic books and superheroes my whole life, and every single one of them is pretty much in shape. You know, ninety percent of them. So if I'm going to follow them and like them, why not look like them?
0: Yeah. So, you, so you, you grew up reading comic books and stuff then? Yep, reading comic books,
1: collecting action figures, stuff like okay. that.
0: Okay, what kind of action figures?
1: I actually collect them now still. I have a lot, but uh, back then I collected like X-Men, uh, G.I. Joe's, Ninja Turtles. Um, okay. Now, being an adult, I collect X-Men, G.I. Joe, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> uh, I got a lot of uh, hot toy action figures like uh, Predator and you know, stuff like that, all the good ones. So, Oh, wow. Cool.
0: Yeah. I used to have, I used to have like all the star Wars stuff, like the original star Wars stuff, like, cause when I was a kid and then when they came out with like the, 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 the prequel series, then I had all those. And then, you know, a few years ago I was like, you know, let me just see how much these are worth. And they were worth, not nearly as much as i thought and i was like all right well i've been saving these for no reason (laughs) like because i i guess the thing is right like when you're a collector um they're more they're for for the most part they're they're worth the most money if you keep them in the package right correct yep and if you have them as a kid like you're not going to keep them in the package you want them like you're going to play with them yeah rough them up yeah. Like, I mean, I don't want, I'm not going to get Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader and just keep them in the. Like, I want them to fight, obviously. So like, to all you parents out there, you got to get your kids, two kids, two toys. One that's what to I day. do for my kids. See, <laughs> you <I'm> exactly. good. <laughs> You're a good dad then. Cause that's, that's the trick. Like you got to get them one to play with and then one to leave that will be worth money at some point someday. Right. <laughs> Um, what, what was I going to say? Um, so what was your favorite comic book growing up then? Comic book
1: growing up. I definitely was really into the Ninja turtle comic books. Uh, you know, the comic books were a lot different than the movies. You know, when they first came out, when they originally came out, they're all red and then they were really dark and they killed and stuff like that. So they definitely out over the years and then they made them into more in the eighties. They made them more for children gave them separate colors, and then they grew from there and became what they are now.
0: Interesting. I never, I never knew that there was comic books pre, like, I remember the cartoons when I was a kid, but I didn't realize there was. Yep. Comic books first. Yep. Wow. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, So then you started, you know, you started lifting weights and at some point, like did you, when did you start, like you started lifting, like you say, when you're about 20, going to the gym and stuff. So like, at what point were you like, yo, this is my thing. Like, were you seeing gains or did you just like the way it makes you feel? Or like, how did that work?
1: Uh, I was seeing gains. I like the way I feel, but then I was going out to the club. So I was lifting to, to look good, to get girls pretty much is why we all do it. Then, you know what I mean? So all right. what else you, is there? You work out to look good and you go to the club and you pick up somebody and you, you know, and that's how you start your, what you do so then i kind of just lifted and did it as like a a side hobby just to stay in shape look good when you went out in a shirt you know and then once i got probably 30s i would say uh when i got about 30 31 32 i started taking it more serious and wanting to do shows so i took it to the
0: next level
1: and then it was all about that
0: right okay so you so you were competing then yes i've competed before yep Okay, so how do you go from, because that's, that's a whole other, I mean, that's, that's more than just working out to look good at the club, like that's like, you know, diet, all, like all the things, like you have to lift, you have to do the right amount of cardio, you have to eat at the right times, you have to eat enough, you have to deplete yourself, so like, like how does that journey start?
1: Well, I decided, you know, I worked out long, and I, you know, to take it to the next level if you want your body to really get to its full potential, and everybody should always try to see everything they do in life. They should try to take it to its full potential. So when you're lifting weights, your full potential would be to do a show. So I decided I got a coach at that time. Cause even if you are a coach, which I am now uh, for people to do shows, you can't coach yourself. Right. Nobody sees what everybody else sees in the mirror. We all have a little bit of body dysmorphia. So when someone thinks we look good, we never think we look good. So we can never coach ourselves no matter what. It's just impossible uh so then i got on a diet stayed strict cardio stopped going out sleeping more eating at the right times and it took about three months of prepping and being all there to do my first show which was nice you know you're very nervous to get on stage and, and you know butterflies you don't know what to expect you've never done it so it, it was it was thrilling and exciting and then i got a trophy too which i placed uh, second on my first show oh wow and it's exhilarating and it's uh you know it's like an achievement you did it yeah and even if you don't get a trophy just to get on stage and to go through that is like a bucket list achievement. It should be for a lot of people.
0: Right. So, okay, let me ask you a question then, man. Because I know you, were, you said you were skinny at first. So, and you're, I don't know how much, you, you, you seem like you're a pretty big dude. So, how, how many calories are we talking that you have to, that you would have to get to get to where you were? Like, well, I was
1: 128 pounds.
0: Whoa.
1: <laughs> I'm 210 pounds now. Wow. So I was really skinny, you know, very skinny. And then, uh, you know, I had, when I first started working out, I had my friends tell me what to do and I, I, you know, we all do a lot of stuff wrong. So I did what you call dirty bulk and I was eating like McDonald's and Wendy's and Subway and eating eight times a day and feeling like crap, but getting bigger. And, you know, when your metabolism is as fast as someone who was skinny, Right, You do it that way. Now, would I ever do that now with anyone or my clients? Heck no, because it's the worst way possible and it's definitely wrong. But to in order to do it the right way to get big, say you're 128 pounds, like I just said, you would slowly do your calories. So you, with someone like that size, you probably start your calories at about a 2,500. Then you'd move it to 3,000, 3,400, 3,800. And you would get all the way up to one of my kids now is at 6,000 calories. Wow. He's uh 22 years old. He's uh gonna compete, and he's at 6,000 calories
0: right now. That's a lot of that, that and and that's and you're t- you're saying that he's got to do it, but like not dirty, right? So like it's all clean. I give him one cheat meal a week. That's a lot of that, I mean, that's a lot of chicken. I'm assuming a lot of chicken.
1: Eggs and I give rice. him beef. beef <laughs> is good for growing. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I I, I mean right now I've been. Uh, I've been, I've been in Oklahoma the last couple months. So like we have lots of beef and yeah. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. <laughs> I bet like, It's like my, my girlfriend's got a farm out here. So like they've got cows galore. So it's like, yeah, awesome. it's, it's, it's different when you have like, like obviously you go to the store you get chicken and whatever, but like when the meat is literally going from like the yard to the freezer, like, I think it tastes different. I don't know why. Well, it, I just has think it, it has to. It has to. Yeah. Like, there's nothing in between. Like, it's just... You ain't getting you no know, fresh. <laughs> yeah. Like, you get it. You, they, you take it. you know, sorry if there's any vegans listening, but <laughs> I eat meat. And so, so does Josh. But, like, yeah, they take it to the butcher and then they bring it back. And it's, you know, it. I don't know. It just feels like it tastes different. I don't know. And I'm actually... I, I've, I've gained quite a bit just... Since being here, and I mean, I'm working out more too, but I feel like part of it is just the type of beef that I'm getting. But I could be oh, I'm wrong. Sure. I'm it help. I'm telling you, yeah. it probably helps. Yeah. Uh, so okay. So now you you. So you when did you when did you decide to become a trainer? Uh, when I was about 34,
1: actually, I started late. You know, I've always been into it. I started learning about it, did, and then uh, about 34, I ran restaurants before my whole life. I was a general manager of restaurants. I've been in the restaurant industry since I was 15 and you, once you get become a GM, you're at the top, there's nowhere else to go. Right. I just was thinking about it. And to be honest, one day, one of my, we, I was in a restaurant chain where we had multiple different names and we all had a meeting and one of the, all the managers met up, all the GMs of all the different restaurants that we owned, we had five. And I remember one walked in, he was 50 years old. He looked like he was 70 <laughs> and he walked in and sat down and I was looking at him and I'm like, is that going to be me? You know, the restaurant just takes it out of you. They, they suck the life out of you. They work you to death and they give you money. But if you divide it by your hours, it's not that good as you think it is. And I just decided, you know what, I am not going to stick with this. I'm not, I'm, this is it. I need to get out of it. So I took the chance and, uh, you know, being a single parent at the time, uh, it was a big gamble because, uh, you know, you have two kids depending on you. So, know but me i'm all about taking chances and if you you can't uh gamble on yourself then what are you going to gamble on
0: you gotta get i mean that's 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 like uh do you know who tim grover is
1: no i don't know no
0: he's uh so he he he's the guy that trained like michael jordan he trained kobe he trained Dwayne wade uh he's got a couple books but that's one of the things he talks about is like you have to gamble on yourself because if you don't and Kobe would say the same thing like if you don't believe in yourself who else would believe it you know like that's just you have to sometimes and I know it's it is scary I get it but like you know someone like like myself who's a comedian like it's like one of the hardest businesses to crack into but like I just had that faith in myself And, you know, just sometimes you just got to take that chance, man. Like, get it. I know I know it's scary. You know, I I tell people this all the time. Like, why are you at this shitty job that you don't like? I know you want to be doing this other thing. Do that other thing, man. Like, if you really love it, you're probably going to want to work harder at it because you love it. Like, anyone can work hard at any job. But, like, isn't it better to work hard at the job that you love, you know? That's what I
1: tell everybody. I I don't even treat it. It ain't even work anymore. It's it's a great thing feeling of accomplishment and helping other people and seeing their changes and, you know, watching their faces glow of happiness. And it's, 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 you know, the restaurant feeding people good meals is that doesn't do that. It doesn't, who gives a crap, right? They can get anywhere else. But then when you change somebody's whole life, like that is fulfilling, that's like an accomplishment.
0: Yeah. And it's like, it's not like, I mean, obviously like, uh, I was, I was a trainer for a long time. Uh, so it was, it's always like, anybody that's in sales right you're in you're selling you're selling cars you're selling you know real estate or whatever and it's like that's that I mean there's nothing wrong with that but like you I always felt like you weren't really selling somebody because this is something they actually need like for someone to be in shape and to be healthier versions stronger versions like that's not a sell I'm telling you something that you need like you know, you could, you could be the guy at the kiosk selling cell phones and people don't need cell phones. People don't need, you know, knives or whatever you sell, but like your health is something that you're going to take with you like forever. You know, like you can't, I'm not, I shouldn't have to sell you on the fact that you need to be a healthier person. You know what I mean? It's kind of like what we just discussed.
1: When you yeah. pay for a personal trainer, you're investing in yourself. Exactly. Your life, your health. You just invested money in your own self.
0: Yeah. And it's gonna, you know, the like people it, it would always it would always blow my mind like how much money people would spend, like like they'd have these hefty car payments and then they would balk at like you know, buying a package of their personal training sessions. I'm like, we're talking about your body that you're gonna have forever. Yeah, and you're telling me that this car that you know is seven hundred dollars a month or something that you're only gonna have for a few years, you're putting more value on that than your health, like. It was just, I would get frustrated sometimes. I'm going to be honest.
1: <laughs> Definitely, uh, I, I trust me. I'm with you on that.
0: Trust me. <laughs> but, um, okay. So I, I, one of the things that, that uh, I thought was really interesting was this uh, this cosplay thing. Uh, I, I've never ever participated. Um, I've always seen people and been kind of fascinated at it. Uh, so where where did that come about?
1: Well, I've always went to comic cons I've collected action figures my whole life read comic books when I was younger I kept it under wraps and quiet like a closet geek you know (laughs) all my friends I was like the cool guy in school you know the bad boy so I no one ever knew it it was always hidden and hidden until I got older then I don't give a crap anymore you kind of forget that but uh I always went to comic cons and I did the things but I I always saw people dressed up and in all reality I'll be honest I was like I'm not gonna do that they're idiots and uh, dressing up like who wants to that's stupid like I'm not 10 But then the more I saw it and the more I started looking at people and then I realized people were building their stuff and making it and designing it. I was like, all right, that seems a little cooler. And then I remember my first suit I got was a Spider-Man outfit. I was like, I'm going to try it on, whatever. Wore a Spider-Man suit, went to a Comic-Con and man, the kids and the people's faces lighting up and how happy they were to see it. Like that, I understood. Right then you understand this is why people do it. It's not because you want to dress up, it's how other people feel and what you can do for them. And, and then from that point on, I was like, well, it's on. So I just started creating outfits and doing my thing. And, and then now I have freaking like 35 outfits I wear, so. So do you, wait, do you make your outfits then yourself? I don't make the. I design them. I, I, okay. I can't even draw a stick figure, right? So I'm very bad at <laughs> crafting and stuff like that and drawing. But my brain is amazing at thinking of things. And I have actually a cosplay group that, that's locally that are really well known. And there's six of us and um, they actually are the best builders around. And I will tell them what I want and they'll write it on a piece of paper and I'll design, tell them how to do it and then they make it for me. So it's kind of like a team effort. So I'm good at designing, but making stuff it ain't gonna happen.
0: Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, cause I was th- actually, I think you guys know each other, but I had a, I had a uh, Janine on the show. Uh, I can't give her last name out. She she wants to be kept uh, without her last name. But yeah, um, yeah. Um, and she was telling, because I honestly, I had no idea about J this. nine. Like, I, J- yeah, J yeah. nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and uh, she was telling me about how some of these costumes can cost up to like thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah. Oh, easily. And I was just like, I I mean, I was blown away because I had no idea. Like, I mean, obviously, like, I like, Halloween's my favorite holiday. So that's the extent of my dressing up. Right. But but like, there have been times when like, I wanted to be, you know, like the Flash or the Green Arrow or someone and then I would look for a costume. And you know, I I was joking with her, but I was also serious. Like, one of the things when I shop for Halloween costumes that frustrates me is that most of the costumes come with like the padded muscle built in already you know yep and and i'm like hey man like i don't, I don't fucking need that shit like i have my own muscles i just want <laughs> yeah i don't want I- that fake <laughs> stuff <Yeah>. you know <laughs> yeah like i want i want to show off what i work towards so like where's and then i would go online and find like these cosplay costumes and you know obviously a good one's going to cost you a few hundred bucks yeah. um but I had no idea like how intricate and how, you know, much money was involved in like, you know, the purchase of these. So if you say you have, if you say you have 35 of them, like you invested some money in these costumes, man. (laughs) When you can make it yourself,
1: you save a lot of money, of course. And for me, now I have my group and they kind of just make stuff for me. You know I mean? I pay for the material and they do it. I mean, they, they really help me out and, we're a good crew and you know we're we're well known around here everybody knows us. J9 knows my group and stuff but uh
0: this is the it, the Geeks to Gods.
1: That's my that's my personal name and my group of trainees but okay. I have a cosplay group. We don't really have a name but it's a it's pretty much the best cosplayers in Florida I put together and I introduced us all together and kind of made us a group and now we're like you know we're kind of tops but Okay. People always talk crap because I don't make my own stuff, but I design it. I design everything I do. It's always designed by me. I can't help it. I can't make it. Would I love to make it? Of course. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, what I make and what my brain thinks doesn't ever go together. Okay.
0: Uh, okay. So if you have thirty-five, like what are what do we just list off some of these? Because I'm, I'm now I'm blown away by this. Well, I
1: got you. Got your regulars. You got your. I got my Spider-Man, my Green Lantern, my Red Lantern, my Batman, Superman. You got your normals. Okay. I do what you call as a mashup. That's what I was. That's actually what made me pretty well known in the cosplay industry. I do where you take two characters, you combine them together, but you got to make sure if you see me, you know what I'm doing. You know what that character. You know what two characters we put together. That's the hard part. So a lot of ones I do with a Spider-Man. So my very first mashup was Spider-Man Ninja Turtles. Never been done. Did it, designed it. My friend made it, and it came out amazing. And I wore it to Miami SuperCon. And man, I got so many pictures. People knew exactly what it was when they saw it because that's, that's what you want. You want, The goal is they have to know. They can't ask you because then you failed. Right. And it was amazing. I, it, still to this day, I have the suit. I'll never get rid of it. Uh, actually, somebody made an action figure out of it. They paid for somebody to make an action figure out of it, Whoa. which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that was pretty I, awesome. I saw that. I think I'm looking at it right now. So it's like the green Spider-Man with the blue yep. outline in it. And then the... guild you know,
1: like a turtle, a turtle shell shield has a shield also. That is
0: cool.
1: That was my first mashup. And when they saw it, they knew. And if you look, if you could see the logo, it's actually a turtle shell with spider legs. Like I even got that designed on the chest. It kind of gets covered by thing over it, but that's what it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I see that. Okay. Wow. That is cool. So, okay. So you have like mashups then that's interesting.
1: Yeah. And then I have Joker, Spider-Man, which is another real popular one I did. And then uh, I
0: did uh, Batman,
1: Spider-Man, I did. And then lately I've been doing video games and animes, you know, like Overwatch characters. And Uh I just started watching anime. My daughter's a huge anime nerd. And I just started watching uh, My Hero with her. And I did All Might recently. And I'm going to do a couple other characters. I don't want to say yet that I'm doing soon. And uh, anime, I'm I'm actually watching now, guys. So you can't make fun of me anymore. (laughs) Won't wear it unless I watch it. I have to know the character. Right. That's fair. Yeah. I won't wear it because if I don't know nothing about it, it's pointless because then someone's going to ask me a question. I'm going to look like an idiot. So,
0: right. Yeah. I
1: have to watch it. I have to know the character pretty much all about him and then I'll wear it.
0: Oh, I see this Joker spider. That's like the purple spider with the
1: face, like the Jared Leto face. Yeah. I did it off the Jared Leto style.
0: Yeah. We got to get another Jared Leto joker i don't i keep hearing that they might do it and they might not i don't know he was in that redo of the justice league so i think they're going to use him oh he's in the snyder cut oh yeah i have not i have not watched it because everyone said that it's like four hours and i just don't have that kind of time right now well i would just
1: to tell you the truth i would just skip to the end and watch (laughs) the whole because that's the biggest part everything else in the middle is what you saw there's little differences and stuff but you know, the ending is where everything changes.
0: Okay. Well, cool. thank thank you. Spoiler alert. Sorry guys. Yeah. Spoiler uh,
1: alert. Watch the last 20 minutes and you're safe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, so it's interesting because uh, through talking to uh, Janine and just some other people, it's interesting how people have managed to uh, kind of blend fitness and cosplay, because like you said, like, all the superheroes when we're growing up and now like the action figures and the comment, like they're, they're all jacked and they're all in great shape. So it would make sense for people that, you know, are into fitness to do cosplay, but at the same time, obviously, you know, stereotypical people that go to like comic cons and cosplay, like, you know, the, the stigma is that, you know, it's a bunch of nerds. So like, Cause, and I and I don't know the answer to this because I've never been to any of these. But so, would you say like it's more fitness people that are into this sort of thing, or are you guys like the outliers, and the majority of the people are maybe not so fitness people?
1: We're we're the outliers. Okay. <laughs> we and okay. I, when I first started, I got a lot of like hate uh, DMs and a lot of like hate stuff. You know, at first. And it was people, you know, saying, Oh, you're just a fitness meathead. You're, you're, you don't like superheroes. You're a fake. You're, you're not one of us and whatever. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you kidding me? Like walk through my house. It's like 40 year old virgins house on steroids. Like, you're kidding me. You can't compete with me how much of a nerd I am. And they just don't understand. They see a buff guy with tattoos and then they're like, yeah, you're just doing this to look good and to get, you know, more likes and follows and, And then, you know, they, they, they judge you immediately, which is funny, but if you actually look close to my tattoos, they're actually all comic books and superheroes. So you would learn more quickly, but you know, now it's a little better because I know who I am and I I do a lot of things and they know I'm good people, but yeah, you, you're a fitness guy coming into this They You're, you're not part of their crew. They, they let you know.
0: That's interesting. It's kind of like, I was talking, I forget who I was talking about this with, but do you remember, um, uh, I always, damn it, I always get this guy's name wrong and I'm an asshole for doing that. So I'm gonna look it up right now. Uh, okay. Uh, when uh, the guy, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, he's a, an Indian actor. He got booked to play a part in one of the Marvel movies. And, you know, like he was, he's a comedian, you know but like, you know, he, the guy from, uh, what? He's been in a bunch of stuff. He's in the big sick, anyway not known for being in shape and then he books this marble role and then he gets into amazing shape and then same thing like he's getting hate online for like getting himself in shape and it's like dude like he's literally playing a superhero like what do you want him to do and Mm -hmm. it's like i don't understand where the like like you said like hate or like stuff like that comes from like I feel like it should be the other way. Like people should encourage that more because, you know, let's face it, we live in the United States, which is there's no secret. Like we live in the most unhealthy country in the world. So why do you think that like stuff like that happens where people want to hate on people that actually care about how they look? And I don't, I don't understand. Well, I I
1: think what I first thought about it is that most people that are in to go to Comic-Cons or in cosplay. A lot of those people maybe were picked on in school by jocks or people in shape or cheerleaders, you know what I mean? And maybe, and a lot of them, um, they use cosplay as an escape from their own life because they don't like it. Okay. So when they get to dress up as a superhero, they finally get to be something important because maybe, you know, they may not feel important in their own life or their own life isn't going the right way or they were bullied or so forth. So I feel like when we start stepping in their territory, they feel like you've always looked good. You've always been popular or they just assume that they don't know that. And they feel like we're taking something away from them. That's their, you know, their escape. Why are you taking my escape away? Why are you taking what I have in my life away? And that's what I kind of thought at first and went with that.
0: Okay. I mean, it's, it's your guess is as good as mine. It's just, it's really strange, but like that kind of does make sense. But like at the same time, it's just like, so so like so like jocks are not allowed to like superheroes like that's not fair <laughs> like, yeah i know like, like like who doesn't want to watch the avengers or fucking you know that- batman like come on like those are some of the most I, I i mean it's funny like i joke over people all the time but like that's kind of like all i watch is like superhero like either it's either super superhero or some kind of like supernatural element like yeah. if you Which if you won't want me all to- watch whether it's a show I,
1: or a movie.
0: <laughs> I mean, you would think, but like, you know, people would be like, hey, have you seen, you know, Handmaid's Tale? I'm like, is there is there a ghost in there? I'm like, no. Is there superheroes? Nope. Then I don't watch it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to watch any drama. Like, I just want, I want to, I mean, I want to be a superhero. I want to play a superhero. So like, that's what I love. Uh, okay. So this is interesting. So I, I obviously in like, like, for example, like in this, uh, and this Joker and Spider-Man mashup. So I imagine, you know, there are some people that are upset that you're mixing DC and Marvel. So how does that work? You know what? I thought that would be an issue,
1: but it actually never got brought up. I thought, okay, I'm mixing DC because a lot of people won't do it. But I was like, I love the Joker. He's like one of my favorite characters. I like Spider-Man. It was an easy way to detail it and figure it out and make it look cool. And I almost, you know, it reminded me of like a, a Venom or a Carnage almost because it was able to be like more like a Spider Man but gruesome. So I kinda I, I just went with it. Not, only a few people said something about like, oh, DC Marvel could never mix. And right. I you know, and I just shrugged it off and said, Well, I did it and you knew what it was,
0: so it worked. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean I was just curious because like I know obviously like like but definitely I'm- yeah. I'm very like a, uh, you know, uh, you know, I love obviously performa because even before I was doing this, I was a big performa person. Um, but like, I would always be like, careful, like, okay, well, I can't, I can't wear the Captain America wrist straps with my, you know, whatever DC oh. shaker cup. Like I can't, I can't do I won't that. do
1: that either at the gym. I'm with you on that. I, <laughs> I, I got yeah. to match, match shaker cups to shoes to hats. Trust me. I'm with you. Yeah, But when it comes to cosplay, I'm a little more uh, different. And maybe that's why I do it in cosplay, because I won't do it in real life. I have to match. I feel all weird if I am wear- have a mismatching shaker cup to, you know, I won't do it. Yeah,
0: I won't do it then. So, yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So here's, but, okay. So you read comic books. So I didn't read comic books as a kid. Um, I, like I, I just, I was always just like more visual. Like I was always watching, you know, the cartoons or whatever. So from what I've learned, there are a couple comics at some point, right? Where there are like DC versus Marvel type of thing going on, right? Yep. Yeah. So I, and, and I don't know anything about it because I've, everything I learned, I learned from the TV shows or from the movies. So like, is it happen a lot or, I mean, obviously it doesn't happen a lot, but.
1: Very rarely does DC Marvel mix, but they do like DC and Marvel will reach out to others. Like one of the most recent releases that I love, the cartoon that came out that's one of my favorites now, is Batman vs. Ninja Turtles. It's freaking amazing, well done. And it has one of the most epic fight scenes, which anyone who's seen it will know, and you can actually YouTube it if you want, whenever you get time. It's Batman fighting Shredder, epic fight, really
0: good. This is a cartoon? Yes, it's a cartoon,
1: but you know, the cartoons these days, are they're pretty gruesome.
0: Right, yeah, so it, what, I mean- what platform was it on uh it's dc made it okay, so uh, i got maybe- it
1: came out on dvd i have the dvd actually and uh man it, it came out last year or the year before it came out recently for sure I'm have it's to batman it. versus ninja turtles and man it is a it's a good watch if you haven't watched it i would definitely recommend it
0: and yeah i'm gonna it, have
1: to watch this and when you see when they first see each other shredder and batman and they go at
0: it it is a good fight Yeah. I mean, that sounds, I mean, now are we talking like super shredder or like regular, regular shredder, shredder, but he, you know, he's
1: shredder. If you basically think of him, he's like a Batman. He knows karate. They're very similar when they look at each other. Think about it. They both got cows and they got capes and it's, it's, it's pretty close.
0: Okay. I'm gonna have to look at this now. You'll
1: like it. I promise it's really, (laughs) really
0: um, okay. So then, uh, you start, you start training right at some point yep. it's like seven years you said yep. uh now and and now you're kind of uh you're helping people also get on stage right
1: yeah I do a lot of show prep
0: yes so like how like for you as a trainer like do you go out and seek people or do you have you just built up like the kind of reputation where people are like hey, if you want to get ready for a show go talk to Josh or yeah I like, don't I
1: haven't seeked out clients in probably three years. They come to me, yep.
0: Oh, good for you, man. That's
1: awesome. Yeah, it, it worked out for me. And uh, yeah, they come to me. I built my own reputation. Having a name and a slogan, Geeks to Gods, it, it gets out a lot. Uh, and uh, I kind of stand out. If you see me, I have a lot of tattoos. I'm in shape. I drive a. I have a, a 1980 Monte Carlo with Ninja Turtles airbrushed all over it, full Ninja Turtle interior.
0: Wait, are you so, serious?
1: Oh, 100% I- serious.
0: I see that in your, in, in your IG bio, but it's, there's it, a,
1: if you scroll through my IG, there is a couple pictures in there.
0: Oh, I see this. Are you shitting me? It's
1: got full interior, full custom system. Everything's Ninja Turtle on the inside. The, it, even the system in the back has Ninja, has Shredder and Splinter on it. It's
0: pretty cool. Wow. I'm looking at it. Right. So this is a, ni- this is a 19, this is like, okay. So I'm, I'm, I don't know if you know this, Josh, but I'm Mexican and okay. uh, I grew up in the hood and like monte carlo like these like this era this is like like the cholo vehicle it is you, but it you is. have turned it into like a fucking i mean it's a ninja turtle car <laughs> it's a ninja turtle car <laughs> yep. I'm crazy dude oh man so who, now so how do you how does this come like do you design this too or do you go to oh, I sh-
1: designed everything i have someone do it like usual because I, I can't do anything right. but i designed everything uh it used to have superman all over it and um that got boring to me and everybody did it so uh it's not my daily driver obviously it's my secondary car and then i green is my favorite color so i painted it green and i said let's put ninja turtles on it and then i just went all out ninja turtle interior ninja turtle system and went all out and did customizing everything
0: wow that is i am looking at it dude if you if you guys i mean we'll we'll include uh your uh instagram and the show notes but yeah you guys got to check out this car uh uh-huh. <laughs> that's awesome you i mean you're basically and and, and, I, and i mean this in like the best way but you're like a big kid josh uh, exactly and i admit it <laughs> but is, is, isn't that kind of just like it's the best right like i don't how, how old are you josh i'll be 41 this month okay yeah so we're about the same year. i'm 42 and it's like you know, one of the things, and I'm not trying to like shoot my own horn, but like one of the things people are like, you just, you just have so much energy and you don't feel like you're, you know, 42. And like, when people say that, I'm like, yeah, thanks. Like that's, that's what I'm like. And it's not because, you know, we're immature. It's just because I just, I like what I like and I like to not take myself too seriously. And like, yeah, like I would love to, for people to, just think that I have this cool energy, like as long as I can, because at the end of the day, you know, that's what it is. Like, I, my point is I don't like people, not that I don't like them, but like, I feel like people take themselves too seriously. Right. Exactly. Exactly.
1: I'll tell you something super fast that, so my whole house is decorated with movie posters, framed really nicely glass cases with toys I've collected over the years, neon lights, it's Batman. Everything is my whole house is like a museum pretty much. And I've always had it this way. I don't care. And my mom one day goes, Josh, what do you do, man, when these girls come over here and your house is like a museum and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, they don't care. When, when they describe it, they're like, uh, but then when you show it to them, they're like, okay, you actually did it nicely. It looks good. But my mom asked me, you know, older I get, she's like, when are you going to stop doing this? And I explained to her, which it, it makes total sense. I said, mom, if you could think of any time in your life where you had no stress and you had worry-free and you feel great, it's your childhood. That's when you didn't worry about. Hey. That's where you didn't worry about bills. You didn't worry about anything. And I said, if you can walk in your house after a bad day and re- be reminded of your childhood, ain't you going to feel better immediately?
0: Yeah. yeah, That's a good point, man. It's a really good point. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, cause I agree with you. Like the, the funniest thing is I tell you I had all these star Wars toys, but like, Unlike you, like I took them down after a certain point. I don't remember when the exact like moment was that I took all my stuff down. But I remember I lived with my ex-girlfriend and we were, we were moving. And I so I had I had like these big old like uh, like a uh, those like storage boxes that you could sign underneath the bed. And like that's where all my Star Wars toys were, Millennium Falcon, like everything. And like, so we lifted up my bed and she sees all she's like, what? Is all this? I'm like, this is like my childhood. Like these are my, (laughs) these are my toys, and it was like, yeah, like these are my things. But like, I I was too embarrassed to like leave them out. I I just don't remember what what age I was. But like, I agree with you 100. Like now, same way. Like I have my little, you know, where like I call my office where I've got like I'm a big baseball fan, so I have like all my Dodger stuff, and I also. I'm a really big like pop music person. So, like, I have like a bunch of like (laughs) Justin Timberlake and NSYNC stuff. And it's like, hey, we all like them. (laughs) Dude, I mean, I I agree. I think, and if you, I think the people that say they don't are lying to themselves.
1: Any guy that's around our age, they may not admit it. They all jammed out to boy bands. I'm going to tell you that right now.
0: That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, they won't
1: admit it, but I'm going to tell you, they were playing boy band music when they were younger. And they knew every single word and they still do.
0: Exactly. And like, but like, I was one of the ones that like wore it. I was right. Even when it was popular, I'm like, I don't care what you think. Cause like, I love this shit, dude. Like, and if that makes me weird, like whatever, like I played, I played, I was always an athlete. Like it's okay. There's anything wrong with it. Like it doesn't make you less of a guy or whatever. So that's why I just loved like that you could admit stuff like that and you could dress up. And I love like, uh. You got your kids involved in dressing up. They must love that shit, right? Yeah, they do. They definitely, they they (laughs) do. They
1: they definitely love it. I will say that.
0: Like that would be just so fun. Like if as a kid, if my dad would just dress up with me. Uh, Now what's this one? This is interesting. I'm looking at it and it looks like a mashup of like maybe Black Panther and Batman. Is that what that is? It might be Spider-Man, Batman. It's got like a... I mean, yeah. I, okay, maybe, yeah. It's like a black Spider-Man. It's like a black, it's like Batman with like, but the horns go, but like your face is covered. I guess that's Spider-Man. Okay, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, is
1: Spider-Man, Batman. It's a Batman Beyond I used as the mashup.
0: Okay, got it.
1: I like the Batman Beyond as one of my favorites of all time.
0: This is great. So. so, okay, so what's your, you gotta have like a favorite superhero.
1: My favorites are Ninja Turtles all time. Obviously, the car. I have them all tattooed on my arm, all four, plus Shredder, plus uh, Splinter. Um, okay. Ninja Turtles were the thing. Uh, watching the very first Ninja Turtle movie growing up, that changed mm. everything in my life of how I thought of everything. The best, it was amazing. Right? Still, to this day, I watch it. I get goosebumps. It was just so well done and ahead of its time, to be honest. And yeah. it just was – It's it's just – it's great. It's still great. I still like it. The old ones better than the new ones. I don't dislike the new ones, but I just think the old ones are still better.
0: Yeah, we're 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 like at that age, right? When we're like, no, back in my day, this was <laughs> what it was. Yeah. But it really was though, because like, yeah, we were. I had to be like, I want to say like eleven or twelve when the movie, the first movie came out. Yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, like we didn't, you know, we were poor growing up, so we didn't get to do like a bunch of stuff. But I remember my mom taking us. To see Ninja Turtles in the movie because I had two younger brothers and obviously they were like of the age where like they were the target demo but like I loved it myself uh, just seeing it like like unfold and just everything like the the choreograph the fight choreography and everything and uh, wait was was the first okay this is me I'm sorry I'm gonna apologize to everyone listening they're probably gonna be like no but I'm pretty sure it wasn't was the first movie the one that had Vanilla Ice, or was that the second that's movie? That's number two. Okay. Secret of I the U's, that's number two. That's what I thought. Okay. So the first one was just them. Uh, 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 Raphael gets lost, right? And Casey Jones, they come across, right? That's it. Yep. That's the first one. Yep. And they're hiding, and they got the April is with them. And okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: Yeah, that's the first one. Second one's Vanilla Ice, which if you scroll through on my social media pretty far, you're going to see uh, I have a picture of Vanilla Ice in the Ninja Turtle car.
0: Oh, no way. Yep. He's in the
1: Ninja Turtle car. I have a picture of him in it.
0: That is great. Now, yep. was he, was he uh, when you met him, was he Vanilla Ice or was he Robert Van Winkle?
1: He was actually uh, his, one of his, uh, what do you call them? I don't know, people that work for him reached That's out nice. to me on uh, Instagram and said, hey, we're it was, this was a couple years ago. He's, they said, hey, we're going to be at the, it was Jermaine Arena, now it's Hertz Arena here. And uh, Vanilla Ice really wants to see your car. What if we get you back on stage and backstage with him? Will you pull your car around the back and let him see it? And I was like, uh, yeah, are you joking me? <laughs> so me and a buddy went, we got VIP. As soon as we pulled in, they're like, oh, we know your car. They brought us around to the back of the building. We parked right up to the door, walked in through the backstage. We got to hang out with all the groups, Salt and Pepper. All of them were back there. And uh, then I actually got to go on stage with him and stand next to him when he sang Ice Ice Baby, which was freaking sweet.
0: Whoa. And uh,
1: then we talk backstage after we exchange phone numbers. I still have his number now we still talk like once every six months and uh it we, and he he always hits me up every six months he'll text me because he asked me to buy my car and I said it's not for sale. I'm keeping it forever. So every <laughs> six months from that point on he's he'll text me hey you ready to sell yet? Hey, you ready to sell yet so it's pretty it's like a funny joke now we do.
0: That's great man that's like that's you know how some people say like, that's a weird flex, but, like, that's a pretty good flex, dude. <laughs> you, you're my age, so you know, like, that's,
1: that's a big deal to us.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will never forget getting that Nancy, We're Old Enough Too, where I got the tape for, like, Christmas, and mm-hmm. I was excited about getting the tape, and if you don't know what a tape is, congratulations, you're not as old as I am. <laughs> yeah,
1: and you never had to fast forward for 20 minutes to try to find a song. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. And then try to, oh gosh. Sorry guys. We're yeah, back in the day we used to get music from tapes or CDs. I know that's not a thing anymore, but <laughs> before yeah. streaming. Um, I, okay. How do you do this? Because this is I'm sorry I'm asking you so many questions about, but it really does fascinate me. Um when you're the joker, like Are you putting makeup on your whole body? Like, how does that work?
1: I I covered all my tattoos. So I had to put makeup all over my whole body. We did a gray base and then white over it. And then we placed his tattoos over it. Wow. It was about three hours it took to do that. Wow.
0: So, yeah. So you are wearing some kind of body paint over your normal, like everywhere. Because
1: I'm covered in tattoos. So we had to cover them all.
0: So it took a while. It took a while. And then, I mean... Is it easy to come off? Uh,
1: it came off no, because we you put a coating on it so it doesn't come off easy. Because I had to do a photo shoot, right? So no, it took some serious scrubbing. It, it it was rough, and I can't reach my own back, so I had to have somebody help me <laughs> and scrub my back. And it, it took a while. It was it was a pain. I, I don't know if I would do it again, to be honest.
0: <laughs> I mean, it looks great, but I'm just looking at because because so like uh Janine, who I was talking to, um, we had her on the show. And uh, she had a picture where she's the She-Hulk. And I was asking her the same question. And she was like, no, that's actually, it was like a camera. It was like, they did it in like post editing. So like, she was actually just her normal, you know, skin Uh tone and everything. And they just went back, but it doesn't look, it looks like that she's really green. And so I thought, I thought maybe in these pictures, maybe that was also a camera trick, but you're telling me that you actually did this. No, no, I
1: did. To pay you could tell it's, it's yeah. paying.
0: And, uh, and then the tattoos are like, someone actually had to go in and write and recreate those tattoos. That's yeah. The ones crazy. he has on himself. Yeah, that is, I mean, that's, this is like a whole thing. Like I'm telling you, I'm, I'm blown away by this and I'm going to be honest. This might be something I start doing. <laughs>
1: that, that Jared Leto Joker was probably my favorite uh, cosplay I've done so far
0: yeah, that's a good one, man. That's great. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It was fun being him. Uh, okay, man. so okay, you're you said you're like, what like two two ten now or something, right? Yeah, two ten. yep. so are you are you getting ready for any competitions or anything right now? or are you just like in a maintenance phase?
1: I'm bulking. I'm trying to get to two twenty.
0: Okay, so, so then, uh, this is great then. So then how many calories do you have to eat to bulk? I'm, I'm
1: I just got up to five thousand right now. And I'm probably going to make it to 6,000 by the time I'm done trying to get there. So I'm about right now, I'm at 670 carbs a day. Wow. 670,
0: 670 grams of carbs. Yes. Grams of carbs a day. Yep. And then how many, uh, so hold on 670. So that's just that that's 20, almost 2,700 calories just in carbs, which is a day. Yep. (laughs) So how much protein does that equate to?
1: I'm
0: at, two though, no,
1: 310 right now. Jeez. But, uh, yeah. And then my fats, I keep them. Basically, you don't want to go too crazy. They're about 120, about 132, I think somewhere right around there, 28 or 32.
0: This is, I mean, okay. So I w- this is what I want people to know. Cause I mean, I know this and you know this, but like, I think like the general, like, you know, I'm sure, especially as a trainer, you get a lot of guys that are like, yeah, I want to get bigger and then you tell them, okay, well, you're going to have to eat this much. And then most guys are like, yeah, I eat a lot. And you're like, no, dude, listen to me. You have to, (laughs) right? Like you have to eat this much. And like, that's insane. But like, that's what it takes to really, if you really want to gain size, like you're looking at a minimum, unless you're like, like you said, like, unless the guy's like 120 pounds, then you probably start smaller, but like, Most people that are trying to get bigger, and if you're doing it the right way, yeah, it's like you're getting 5,000, 6,000, sometimes even more than that calories a day.
1: I tell people you'll know when you're doing it because when people say, what'd you do today? You'll say, well, I ate. (laughs) Because that's all you (laughs) do. You're eating every two hours. You're eating, you're eating.
0: Now, are you, uh, because I know, I mean, everybody obviously, you know, being in the fitness industry for so long, everybody kind of has their own way to do it and whatnot. But are you of like the practice where like, if you're trying to gain or you're specifically getting ready for something, do you, are you one of the people that goes to sleep and then wakes up to have a meal and then go back to sleep? I don't,
1: but my young kid that I'm training now does. And I've had, I, I did do that when I first started bulking, I would wake up at 2 a.m. I would eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, drink a glass of milk. Now this was back then before I knew everything right. Right. But, right. uh, and then I would go back to bed. Now he actually wakes up, he'll eat five incrustables and then go back to <laughs> sleep the, because the, the, his metabolism is so fast. So right. I was like, look, dude, just wake up at three o'clock in the morning, eat five encrustables and go back to bed. He does it. So,
0: wow. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like, I think when people say, yeah, especially, I mean, I say guys, cause it's mostly guys, like obviously there are girls that want to get big, you know, but it's right. mostly guys. They're like, yeah, I want to get big. And it's just like, they don't realize like you have to eat a lot. Like you have your, your muscles need room to grow. Like they're not going to grow without the food. And it's, it's, it's just as much of a discipline. It requires just as much discipline as someone that's trying to lose body fat is adding those calories. It's just as hard, I think, honestly. It's not I, tell,
1: I tell people, they ask me, what do you like better, bulking or shredding down? I actually like shredding down better because when you're eating so much to grow, you do feel a little sluggish. You know right. what I mean? You don't feel as fast and agile. Then when I'm leaning down, I feel a little faster, agile, more athletic. So I personally tell people i rather diet down to look shredded than bulk. But you know, you got to do them
0: both. Right. Yeah. I like that, man. I, and I appreciate the honesty and the transparency. Cause like I said, I think it sounds good. Like, yeah, I want to get bigger, but it's like, you can lift all the weights and be stronger. But if you really want to gain that size, you do have to get those calories and those macros like up like a lot. And it's hard, man. It's hard. My famous philosophy is you can't outwork a bad diet. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's, that's number one right there, man. Um, okay, so do you have any? I know you, you said you have, uh, you know, a young kid. So, like, where are are there like? Is there like a specific competition that all your people are are coming on, or preparing for? Or are they all? I got like- uh,
1: three people. They're going to be doing their next show in October. So I got a while. Luckily, I just had a girl do a show a month ago.
0: Okay, great. And uh, and when you when you do these, so. I saw something on like on your Instagram where like you had like a group of people working out together. That's yep. not, that's not, that's not the, the people training to be on stage. That's something. Yeah. That's no, stage. some
1: of them are some of them. Okay. Are.
0: Okay. Got it. Yep. Cool. We're like uh, I treat my clients like a
1: family. So we do, we work out together a lot. We do a lot of group activities. We go to the movies together. We'll go to, we'll do cookouts together. Like when they become part of my team, like, and I think that's why I have clients that I've had for like four years still. I treat everybody like family. We become friends. Everybody knows each other. Everybody helps each other out in the gym when I'm not there. So I'm a lot different than most trainers.
0: No, I like that. I mean, like I said, I was in fitness industry for a long time. I would get, you know, I've been to clients, you know, birthdays, weddings, you know, funerals of like family members. Like, yeah, like if you get in if you care enough to get involved, you know, it's, it's not just, I see you in the gym and then that's it. Like you you become part of their lives and they become part of your lives. And, you know, that's, I feel like that's pro- that's, I'm sure that's probably why you're so successful is because you probably go a little bit further than the average person might. Uh, but also you, you walk the walk, you know, um, practice you what I, I preach. You, you and I probably, you know, have seen our fair share of trainers that (laughs) are like the trainers that do as I say, not as I do, like maybe they don't walk the walk. (laughs) Oh, there's many of them. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of those. And I mean, you know, and as a trainer, you know, it's like, yeah, I get like, maybe that you have that knowledge. I'm not discrediting anyone's knowledge, but it's like, at some point you're also like, I mean, like. Just by looking, you know, people probably see you, you know, at in a restaurant or what anywhere and be like, wow, that guy's in really good shape. And then maybe a conversation starter and you're like, Oh yeah, I happen to be a personal trainer. But like if you're one of those trainers that's not in great shape, like I said, I'm not discrediting your knowledge, but like your billboard, your advertising is not quite there if you don't look the part.
1: Exactly. It's the truth. It's not, not lying, it's the truth.
0: Yeah, I know. I just, you know, I know we're we're in an age where, you know we're all about body positivity and like, whatever, like, that's fine. But like, as a trainer, it's, it's really hard to not be in good shape and then tell someone, hey, let me help you get in good shape.
1: Well, I'm not going to have somebody eating a Big Mac. Tell me you're not allowed to eat a Big Mac.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How's that going to work? How's that yeah. going to work? Uh, well, uh, do, do you have, do you, now, do you have anything that you're getting ready for yourself? I got a few
1: big things I'm working on. I can't truly talk about, but I uh, okay, definitely have enough. some big changes coming for me that I'm, I'm taking big leaps. But uh, other what than that, it? I just got people doing shows and I'm just building my career. I don't have any, a couple, a couple comic cons coming up here shortly at the end of the month. And uh, uh-huh. I'll be dressing up for those. I could Where? give one of my suits away, I'm doing, I could give one away, a reveal. Uh, me and my crew are doing Mandalorians, but mashups. Oh. So I will be Spider-Man Mandalorian.
0: So be looking for that to be on my social media soon. Oh, sweet. And where is uh, where are these Comic-Cons that are coming up? Uh,
1: we're doing the Mandalorians at both. One's in Tampa. It's the Tampa Bay Comic-Con at the end of July. And the other one's Megacon in Orlando. And
0: that's at the beginning of August. Okay. All right. We're, we're going to look forward to seeing these pictures, man. Um, well, uh, and then uh, tell every... Okay, actually, oh, I'm sorry, dude. I have to ask you two questions that I yep. forgot because I'm... I suck at my job sometimes. Um, okay, so I guess you, you could do this. Uh, let, 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 let's do it in, in the form. Could we talked about like the comic cons and stuff? Uh, what is a myth maybe that surrounds, you know, doing cosplay that you would like to dispel?
1: A myth in cosplay? Yeah, okay. like... Uh, Um, A myth in cosplay. Well, one is obviously you don't have to be in the shape to wear the cosplay. Right. A lot of people ask those questions and it's no. If if they want to be the character at a Comic-Con, if you are overweight and not in shape and you want to be a Spider-Man at a Comic-Con, you can be a Spider-Man and you will be fine. People, they don't look at it differently. They look at it as normal they want everybody to feel like you can be anyone you want to be no matter what shape and size you are. So just, everybody should definitely know that that just because I'm in shape and I dress up in certain things doesn't mean you can't be the same exact thing
0: at all. Yeah. I like that. That's fair. We, we kind of, Janine and I kind of talked about that a little bit too. Uh, Okay. And then uh, let's, let's go uh, just in general Uh, three people in your life that have inspired you the most and you don't have to know them either
1: my mom for one she raised me by herself she did everything she could I was definitely not a great kid growing up I was a troublemaker but I (laughs) turned out good in the long run so everything worked out for a reason um you know my kids inspire me uh I had my son at a young age at 17 and I was going down a bad road and a bad path and getting in a lot of trouble and he changed my life and made me move into another city and start working and building my life and focusing on getting a career and having things in life. So my son was my first. He's definitely, definitely uh, a big inspiration to me because without him, I don't know if I would be exactly where we're at right now. Okay. You know,
0: so he's definitely, your son is, is, is like an adult now then, right? 23. Yep. Wow. Good for you, man. That's awesome.
1: And really, there's I can't really say anyone else, man. There's not too many more people, you know. One person I really like that I watch a lot, I used to watch on TV is Chef Ramsey. He inspires me, but that's about it. (laughs) Okay. I just think that guy was on everything and he just seems so knowledgeable and smart, and everything he does is gold. So, you know, whatever he's he's got the right mentality.
0: I've been to one of his restaurants in Vegas. Uh wait, he's the Hell's Kitchen guy, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, there's like a burger place. I forget what it's called. Moo, Vegas.
1: moo cow, cow moo. Yeah, it's
0: that moo cow, yeah. cow moo. That. It was uh, it was quite the experience, man. It was definitely like a not only you know the food wasn't. I mean, the food was good, but it was also like an experience. You yeah, know what I mean, like visually like there was cool there's like fire in the window and shit like it was yeah really, it was it the was ambiance
1: nice, yeah. made it better the ambiance yeah. made it
0: better yeah, yeah. Uh, okay dude uh dude this has been so much fun dude I I learned a lot and I, I hope my listeners are not my our listeners uh, got you know some good insight because like I said I'm fascinated by this whole mesh between fitness and cosplay and the costumes are amazing and you know obviously you're in great shape so I love that um, it inspires me to see people fucking, you know, doing shit like that. Um, yep. t- tell all of our uh, listeners where they can find you.
1: You can find me on my Instagram, which is pretty much my main platform. It's uh, geeks with an S, number two gods with an S, geeks to gods dot fitness dot cosplay. If you type in geeks number two gods, it'll pop up.
0: Okay, yeah, and and we'll put it in the show notes too, you guys. Uh, but some people don't know how to use show notes. So um, (laughs) (laughs) the show notes are when you go to the episode description and at the bottom, there's links to there. Um, So we'll put that in there so everyone can find you and follow you. Um, Well, cool, man. Uh, I really appreciate it. I appreciate your time. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, You guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Tune in next week. And I can't tell you who our guest is because I don't know what order they're going to release